listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and thank you for joining us again. We are here exploring some of the uh, maybe less traveled highways of jazz history, and today we're going to be listening to some music that was recorded by Miles Davis in the 1950s primarily. Um, and these were unusual in that he was a sideman on these recordings. These were not done under his name, although, being the strong musical personality he was, you can bet that a lot of the music was based around uh, his suggestions and what he was working on and so forth. The first two tunes we heard were by a group that was led by saxophonist Lee Konitz, and we heard Ojanar and Hybeck. Uh, these were both recorded for Prestige on March 8th of 1951. Uh, Ogenar was composed by George Russell, who was a uh, pianist and composer who formulated the Lydian chromatic concept of uh, jazz theory, uh, led bands at the New England Conservatory in Boston up until, I think, the late 90s or early 2000s, and he had some interesting compositional ideas. That was a, basically a, a, a composed piece that featured the two principals, Lee Konitz on alto saxophone and Miles Davis on trumpet. We also heard in that group, Sal Mosca on piano, Billy Bauer on guitar, Arnold Fishkin on bass, and Max Roach on drums. Of course, Max Roach and uh, Miles Davis were, were running buddies from long before with the Charlie Parker groups and so forth. And the other members of that group were in the orbit of Lenny Tristano, the piano player and theorist and, and, and teacher, really. And they all uh, worked in his workshop bands as well. So a lot of interesting thought process going on there. Following that was Highbeck, as I mentioned. That was Lee Konitz's own composition, a little bit more straight-ahead jazz in that case. We're going to be finishing up the program with the other two tunes from that session. So next up on our hit parade is we're going to hear Miles Davis uh, recording with a group that was led, at least nominally, by Al Cohn, the great tenor sax player. There are two tenor saxes in this band, Al Cohn and Zoot Sims. They were two of the four brothers uh, who at different times played with Woody Herman's band. And of course, uh, Al and Zoot was a, a, a pretty marketable jazz act in the 1950s and 60s. They uh, were um, excellent uh, uh, components of that group. They had differing styles, but a, a similar 
similar way of looking at music and listening to it, and their, their, their duos were always very exciting, and they do some excellent trades on these, session, on these tunes that we're going to be hearing coming up as well. On trombone, we have Sonny Truitt, who was an early bebop trombone player, John Lewis of the uh, Modern Jazz Quartet on piano, Kenny Clark was on drums. He had been a swing-era drummer who was right in on the cusp of bebop. He was actually in the first version of the Modern Jazz Quartet, which was the Dizzy Gillespie rhythm section from the late 1940s. And on bass, we have Leonard Gaskin, who had a very long and uh, interesting career playing with everybody, from Charlie Parker and uh, Miles Davis, of course, to Eddie Condon and Pee Wee Russell and everybody in between. Very interesting player. These were recorded, uh, again, for Prestige on February 19th of 1953, and we're going to hear four tunes, the four tunes from that session. We're going to hear Tasty Pudding, Floppy, Willie the Whaler, and For Adults Only. Actually, we're only going to hear the first three on this set because they are a little bit longer. Tasty Pudding, Floppy, and Willie the Whaler, all of which were composed by Al Cohn. Uh, Tasty Pudding is going to be a feature primarily for Miles Davis. Floppy has an excellent trombone solo and uh, some good tenor sax trades that we'll hear. Willie the Whaler features Al Cohn and Miles Davis primarily. And we're going to hear some John Lewis around the corners as well. And then the fourth tune we'll hear in our next set leading into our next bit of music. So those are our two tunes coming up. The Alcone uh, Orchestra, All-Stars, what have you, featuring Miles Davis, recording for Prestige in 1953, Tasty Pudding, Floppy, and Willie the Whaler.
Thank you. 
Davis, despite his sometimes prickly nature, was a very generous uh, employer and, and sideman, too. He uh, really valued any fine musicians, whether they were white or black, and he was not uh, at all hesitant to play in mixed groups or to hire white players for his groups. You think about Bill Evans playing on uh, some of the late 50s, early 60s versions of the Miles Davis uh Quintet Sextet. Um, here he played with uh, a group that was largely of what came to be known as the West Coast uh, style, although none of them were from the West Coast, uh, but they had that kind of light swingy character that was very influential on the future uh, West Coast jazz musicians. We had Al Cohn and Zoot Sims on tenor saxes, along with Leonard Gaskin on bass, John Lewis on piano, Kenny Clark on drums, a sort of classic bebop rhythm section, and Sonny Truitt on trombone. And very good Alcone compositions. We started out with Tasty Pudding, which was really a feature uh, for Miles, just zipping in and out of the ensembles of that particular tune. Then we went on to Floppy, which had good piano and trombone solos, and also some good trading between the two tenors. Zoot Sims started out with the first chorus and then uh, of tenor solo, and then Alcone followed with another chorus, then they traded eights, then they traded fours. They had a similar approach, but a different tone quality to their instruments, so a little practice, it's easy to tell them apart. Then we finished up with Willie the Whaler, which was largely uh, Miles and Al Cohn going back and forth, and uh, they had uh, a kind of an interesting synergy as well. I'm not sure they, they played on any other gigs or recording dates, but uh, this one was a, a pretty big success for Prestige in February of 1953. So we're going to start at the next set with the final track from that date, For Adults Only, another Cone composition. This will feature, oh, a little bit of everybody, uh, the horn players anyway, both tenors. Zoot Sims is the first tenor soloist, Al Cone comes in a little later, and Miles Davis, of course, on trumpet as well. And uh, some good medium tempo, sort of late swing, hard bop type of playing. Hard to categorize this type of music. 
Then we're going to go to another session that uh, featured Miles as a sideman. This one is a little bit more celebrated, I suppose. It was uh, the session that produced the Blue Note album Something Else that came out under Cannonball Adderley's name. And uh, this was... Uh, an interesting session that had a kind of a blended personnel, Cannonball Adderley on alto sax and Miles Davis on trumpet were, of course, both uh, at the time with the Miles Davis sextet, and uh, they showed great familiarity with each other's styles. This was recorded on March 9th of 1958 and features, as I said, the two of them, along with Hank Jones on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Art Blakey on drums. So good blue note rhythm section there. And uh, we're going to hear not all of the tunes, but two of them, anyway, from this session. We're going to hear Love for Sale, the Cole Porter tune, which features a really beautiful Miles Davis exposition of the melody and uh, some improv as well, along with a good classic bebop solo by Cannonball after that. Then we're going to finish up with a tune called that was unreleased on the album at the time and has been called at different times uh, Allison's Uncle or uh, Bangoon. And I guess that was uh, by uh, Cannonball Adderley. Uh, it was an original uh, that uh, came out and was kind of an interesting take on a, uh, a faster but not terribly fast bebop piece. So those are the two tunes from uh, something else that we'll be featuring after uh, For Adults Only, the Alcone composition, all of which feature Miles Davis. So, For Adults Only, Love for Sale, and Allison's Uncle, a.k.a. Bangoon. Thank you. 
Good hard bop swinging session from uh, Miles Davis and Cannonball Adderley for the album Something Else, recorded in 1958 for Blue Note Records. That last tune, uh, we sort of unraveled it uh, during the interim there. Allison's Uncle was the name that was given to that tune by Nat Adderley, Cannonball's brother. About 10 years after, well, some years after uh, Cannonball died, they found that track, which wasn't released on the original album, and they asked Nat about it, and he had no idea what it was, so he just made up that name. His daughter was Allison, and I guess her birthday was around the time that they recorded that, so there you go. But it was, in fact, a tune called Bangoon that was composed by the pianist, Hank Jones, and in fact, it had been recorded the year before by Gigi Grice with Hank Jones. We might be playing that coming up, because we're going to be doing a Gigi Grice program as well, not too distant future. But a good kind of medium tempo bebop or, or slightly faster hard bop tune, depending on how you uh, shake it down there, with great solos by Adderley on alto sax, Davis on trumpet, also Hank Jones on piano, and Art Blakey even gets his innings in on drums. We had Sam Jones on bass as well. So before that, we heard the Cole Porter tune, Love for Sale, with a nice out-of-time intro that had to have been Miles' uh, contribution to the date. It sounded like uh, the, the beginning of, of So What, or um, even the beginning of another track on that album, Autumn Leaves, just a very sort of ethereal beginning to a, a, a tune that gathered some steam as time went on, and Miles was responsible for the beginning part of that, the melody chorus, where he really brought out his full arsenal of tone colorations and things, and uh, gave way to Adderley doing a, a really a classic bebop type of solo in the Charlie Parker mold. Then, before that, I should say, we started out that set with the Alcone tune, the fourth tune of the date. We heard the three prior to the break. We heard Four Adults Only, a nice mid-tempo kind of reflective tune that featured the horn players. Started out with Zoot Sims, and then a little bit later came in Miles Davis, and then Alcone as well, two tenors and trumpet. And then, in addition to that, we heard Sonny Truitt on trombone, John Lewis on piano, Leonard Gaskin on bass, and Kenny Clark on drums. Some really fine playing all around. Some excellent bebop. So as promised, we're going to finish up with the remaining two tunes from the Lee Konitz uh, recording we started out the program with. But before we do that, I want to remind you you're listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. This is the uh, Jazz Focus, and my name is John Clark. These tunes that uh, Davis recorded with Lee Konitz in 1951, they were interesting on a number of different levels. First of all, it was very much in the cool school style, uh, with a heavy leavening of Lenny Tristano mixed in. Very, very composed. We started out with that George Russell tune. We're actually going to end up with a George Russell tune as well. It shows how jazz was kind of 
influenced by modern 20th century uh, composition techniques. And again, Miles Davis wasn't afraid to use white musicians. Uh, he had uh, played with Lee Konitz uh, as well as with Max uh, Roach in the uh, Birth of the Cool sessions, the Miles Davis Nonette that recorded for Capitol in 1949 and did some live dates. Uh, Konitz, of course, had played uh, earlier on with Tristano, but also with the Claude Thornhill Orchestra, and he was uh, the bebop soloist in that band, playing things like Anthropology and Yardbird Suite, and really great band that we're going to have to cover at some point in the uh, future of the Jazz Focus. We also get to hear Billy Bauer on guitar and Sal Mosca on piano, who were also disciples of Lenny Tristano and also the bass player, Arnold Fishkin. Max Roach is kind of the outlier here, uh, but he was capable of doing just about anything, and he recorded in so many different settings in his career. Shouldn't be a surprise that he could fit in well with this one. So the two tunes that we're going to finish up with are the Kern and Harbach tune, Yesterdays, which features some great interplay between the trumpet and the alto and the guitar, and Aesthetic, E-Z-Z, Dash T H E T I C, which is another George Russell composition. And as I said, George Russell was a pianist and composer and arranger who uh, taught at the New England Conservatory for many, many years. He had a, a band that used to tour around that featured compositions of his that were based on his Lydian chromatic concept that he came up with in the 1950s. Um, actually, I think it was in the late 40s he started formulating that. So, thank you very much. Hope you've enjoyed this program, and tune in again to see what we're up to next week. So, finishing up with Miles Davis, featured with the Lee Konitz uh, sextet, doing Yesterday's and Aesthetic.